Hey, my friends, welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast, where Joshua Latimer holds his phone walking around in his driveway. You can hear the birds chirping. And I teach you magical unicorn fairy dust things on how to grow your home service company. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've been really bad this week with podcasts. Really, really, really bad. I've been sick. I was down for the count, my throat, and then my foot, and it's a disaster. And I have two of my five kids by myself, which if you don't have kids, you're thinking, Josh, stop with the excuses, bro. Just give me the results. I want the gold nuggets, Josh. But if you have kids, you're thinking, oh, bro, you're doing a podcast right now and you have your kids by yourself. I always joke with my wife that when I have to watch the kids, it's babysitting. But when she has them, it's like totally normal, right? (laughs) She does not like that. I don't recommend you use that language with your wife. Just saying, just thought it was a funny anecdote. But anyway, (laughs) uh, it's been a weird week for me. Uh, Things are great. Things are good. Things are awesome. I hope they are for you. And by the way, awesome doesn't mean perfect. Awesome just means there's massive opportunity. There's things in the pipe, right? I was sitting down today. I had a call with a mentor of mine, a friend of mine. And I was, we were talking about a lot of business things, but it, it also forced me to reflect on like what's in front of me. The, the certain types of relationships we have, the things that are quote-unquote in play for our company. And you probably have those things too. And so we have a choice to make. Do we focus only on the fact that the employee that we hired that was supposed to be a rock star totally called in sick? Or we thought we told our office manager to use this one script or to make sure they follow up with all clients or follow this one procedure and then they didn't do it. And we're super mad and we say, this is impossible. Millennials don't want to work. The, the universe is against me. Donald Trump ruined my business. We could, we could like think that or believe that or we could focus on the opportunity. That doesn't mean dollars in your bank account. It just means opportunity, the things that are in front of you, the things that could happen that probably will happen if you pursue them, if you pursue them, if you keep moving towards them, if you stay positive, there's so much potential. There's so many things that could happen, right? That one little contact you made at the Chamber of Commerce or it was a friend of a friend who's the district manager of the institution that has 13 branches of the thing or the whatever. We all have these things out there, but we don't do a very good job focusing on those. We also don't do a very good job of being organized and um, in terms of how we follow up with opportunities like that. I have a huge amount, you know, because of the podcast, because of the things that I've done. I have a lot of really, really cool, smart people that reach out to me all the time. And it honestly, it overwhelms me sometimes, like a lot of the time lately. But if I was to actually quantify it and say, okay, I got like 17 people who are super heavy hitters in this industry and in this industry and in this industry, and we have this opportunity and we, we could do this and that. And this other guy reached out to me and I don't even know how he fits, but he's mega amazing, right? Like I have all kinds of weird activity in my business. And maybe you do too, but you need to like identify it for what it is. And the people that make the most money in business by default tend on average to play the long game, not the short game. They think long-term, not short-term. And that's really hard when you have no money to buy groceries tomorrow, but it's really smart if you want to build a company that means something when it's all said and done. If you want to build a company that changes your family tree, that changes your life, that gives you freedom, that can be automated and scaled, that can provide you know living wage job opportunities to all the people that work with you, that can just change, like it's amazing, right? Like the ripple effect of what we do is huge, but 
the ripple effect only matters if we stay in the game long enough so that it matters. People quit, man. People quit. I think as entrepreneurs, um, I don't think, I know, that as entrepreneurs, sometimes we fantasize or daydream about not having to do this anymore. I, I made a Facebook post today, like, if you could go back in time and tell your younger self, like, some advice, what would you tell your own self? Like, if you, if you could go in a time machine. And the responses were all over the place, but there's like a pattern that I saw, and there's a few people that commented, I would tell myself not to go into business, like to get a college degree and go a different path because I don't want this stress. I don't want this, this you know, pain, right? And that kind of like surprised me. It broke my heart a little bit because there's different paradigms. There's way, the way that we view the world, the way that we view the potential opportunity in front of us is everything. It's everything. And those people that commented that thing, they have a very dark and very succinct view on what they think the opportunity is. They don't think there is an opportunity. They view their business as slavery. And for a lot of people, their business is slavery. And I can relate to that because I lived that for many years in the beginning, but they're not actually right. They could fix it, turn it around, implement systems, like change things, change the culture. They could lead better. They could do different things. They could raise their average ticket, be more profitable, have more money to reinvest. They could get financially stable. There's all kinds of things they could do. If I took a Brandon Vaughn or a Michael Dalkey or myself, if I was to transplant myself into their exact shoes with my mindset right now, there's no doubt in my mind I would flip it, turn it around, grow it, and it would work but they don't feel like it's possible for it to work. So for them, they've already lost before they started. Like it's over, it's over. Henry Ford is famous for many things. One of his quotes is that whether you think you can or you can't, either way you're right. And I think that's true. And so because I have kids by myself, I've been waking up in the morning, taking my daughter to preschool She's like going to be three in a couple weeks. She goes to preschool. And it's real close to my office. And I have my 11-year-old son, Maverick, with me. And he sits on our gigantic uh, beanbag chair in my office while I do work stuff. I do adult stuff. I do my, my work business things, right? And he's an, an, uh, <laughs> he's an inquisitive kid. And he asked me a lot of questions. And he asked me today, he said, Dad, what is it, what's, what's the difference between poor and broke? Because like we talk about money a lot, we talk about business a lot, we talk about creating value, we talk about optimistic things. In fact, we have a, a family logo created that's going to be printed on like some swag for our family. Like I'm trying to develop a culture for our family. We have some quotes, like there's certain things that we say in the Latimer household all the time. We say things like, it's not Mount Everest. Meaning, even though emotionally you feel like this is the end of the world, it's literally mathematically and logically not the end of the world. So it's not Mount Everest. Like, let's find a solution. We can get through this. It's no big deal. You know, we'll have like our eight-year-old boy will stub his toe. And maybe he stubbed his toe after his little brother or his little sister stole his toys and ruined his fort. And so he stubs his toe and he says, Yeah, the whole world's falling apart. My life is terrible. Oh my gosh. Ah. And I say, wait, 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 what happened? And he's like, everything's horrible my whole life. And I say, wait, no, literally, like, articulate to me, like, what happened? He's like, I stubbed my toe. I'm like, it's not Mount Everest. We're okay. There's a lot of, 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 like, emotion wrapped up in what you're saying right now. 
we can solve this. Let's figure it out. Do you need some space? Do you need to like have a conversation with one of your brothers or sisters? Like how, how do we get through this? And so it's not Mount Everest. So that's going to be printed on a t-shirt that all of the Latimers are going to wear because almost never is it actually Mount Everest. If your employees are horrible and your business seems terrible and you're burnt out, it's not Mount Everest, it's fixable, it's 100% repairable, almost always, even in the worst situations, it's repairable, it's fixable, you can, you can pivot, you can come out of it, but you have to change your perspective to pivot and to come out of it. We have some other things like, you know, it doesn't matter how, how hard it is, it only matters if it's worth it. We have like these graphics we're going to print on t-shirts. It's going to be awesome. And for all the people that emailed me, I got kind of like overwhelmed. I was actually surprised. I got blown up from all the, not just the podcast people, but people on Facebook hitting me up, just emailing me saying, I want the family systems thing. And I, I don't even know what the family system thing is yet, but me and my wife are going to put it together. We have a lot of things. We have a manifesto. We have the Latimer birthright. We have the Latimer of the month. We have, you know, special days with the kids. We have countless things like tons of stuff we're gonna like kind of like compile that and give it to you guys for free for everybody that wanted it which is awesome because creating a family culture is infinitely more important than creating a business culture and creating a business culture is infinitely more important than creating five bucks today so anyway back to my question from maverick he said what is the difference between being poor and broke and i told him straight up i said being broke is a temporary um, situation between you and your checking account, right? Being broke just has to do with some, some numerics and dollars and cents with your checking account. Most, if not all, successful entrepreneurs have been broke many times. It has nothing to do with anything. Maybe you invested in that idea that didn't work. It doesn't matter. You're still the op optimistic entrepreneurial weirdo who's going to fix it, figure it out, try three more things and come out of it. And you don't even question it, right? Being broke means that you, you reinvested in your business and some bad things happen outside of your control. And so you're broke. Okay, big deal. doesn't matter. It's not a permanent situation. But being poor, on the other hand, has to do with mindset and mentality. And this doesn't mean that people that are poor are bad because they're not bad at all. Being poor means they don't understand certain principles about how all this stuff works. And they don't understand it not because they're stupid. They don't understand it almost exclusively because they've never been taught it. They don't know it. No one showed them it. They don't understand that being poor means when you see someone with a nice car, your default operating system and your brain response is, look at that, look at that guy, look how lucky he is. Look at that guy with the nice house. That's bull crap. How did that happen? You know, millions of people are starving. That guy buys a car like that. Bull crap. If that's your default, if the way that you view the world is through a lens of scarcity, then you have a poor mindset. I believe with all my heart, and I know this is the internet, and I know that this is a podcast, and you don't actually know me, and I'm really tired, and I don't feel good, and I'm like not even articulating it like good and I want to go to bed, but I'm passionate. I understand that this might seem fake to you, but with every cell in my being, I know for a fact with certainty 
that there is enough resources on this planet for everybody to have more than they need in terms of money, more than they need in terms of happiness, more than they need in terms of food and shelter and basic necessities, more than they need in terms of love in their life. A billion percent, I know for certain that that is absolutely true, just as true as two plus two equals four is true. What I just said is true. But if you don't believe it's true, if you believe that you're screwed before you even try to learn how to adapt and pivot and change yourself to get what you want, then you're, it's done. You're done before you started. And to me, being poor is a mindset. I have massive compassion for people that are poor. That's why I have a heart for third world countries. That's why I want you know, to grow my business to the point where I can go to South America and Central America and I've practiced Spanish like, you know, yo conocero español. Like I want to speak this message. I can't even talk. I want to speak this message to people that have never heard it before because it's important. But you guys, the people that actually listen to this, most of you in North America or other Western countries like Australia or Canada or the UK, you have this opportunity right now. Like you already know this stuff. The question is, are you going to execute on it? Are you going to feel sorry for yourself? Or are you going to fix it? Are you going to man up? Are you going to wom- woman up and get it done or not? And that's a question for me too, because it's really hard. But it doesn't matter how hard it is as long as it's worth it. So hopefully my rant makes some coherent sense. I really, really do not feel very well right now. I'm going to go in and hang out with my kids and go to bed. And I'm sorry I haven't uh, had very many podcasts last week. I've had a strong half of a year, and I'm kind of dropping the ball. But I love you guys very much. I can't wait to meet a lot of you at the huge convention. It's going to be a lot of fun. Come up to me. Shake my hand. Like, Don't be weird. Like, Come up. I want to meet you. I want to shake your hand. I want to get a picture with you. I want to know who you are. Can't wait to see you. Take care. God bless.